Uh, welcome to the Hard Knocks edition of the Love Sport Podcast. Paul and John going over the NFL season. A bit of a preview, a little bit of Packers bias, a bit of Finns bias. This is a Hard Knocks edition of the Love Sport Podcast. Welcome to another Love Sport Podcast. This is uh, John and Paul. This is our NFL preview. We're calling it Hard Knocks. Um, I should call it Hard Knocks uh, episode because my team never wins. John's seen his team have relatively good success. I'm a Finns fan and uh, John's a cheesehead, as you probably guys, anyone who listens probably knows that. So, um, For me, mate, I have been watching Hard Knocks and it's been putting me to sleep, to be honest. Um, uh. Hasn't been too exciting. Guys getting free gifts. Wrapping presents for each other, getting injured, running routes, laughing. Um, I don't know what it's been. It hasn't really been a documentary. I'm not sure what we're watching. First time in uh, many years, Paul, where I told you last time I haven't watched the episode. haven't even logged in, haven't checked it out, any clips on YouTube. I listened to one Dan Hanses wrap-up on it and sort of hit the snooze button. Um, Yeah, I... I'm feeling a lot of the narrative around the outside of the NFL this year is a little bit – it's not what it has been in the past. Mm. I don't detect a great deal of positivity around. I, I feel a lot of negativity after lots of events in the United States in the last couple of years. Yep. Um, and I feel a lot of reporters are maybe not tuning into things. I, I mean, I would tell you – I don't know if it's, if it's on our list of things for tonight or not but I literally cannot believe that the NFL has decided at this point still to do nothing about um, about the quarterback of the Houston Texans. Well, um, I barely want to say his name because I don't want it to make it out into, you know, the nether regions of stuff that counts stuff. Um, no, I'm going to do it. I'll do it. I cannot I'll believe that he hasn't been sanctioned. Oh, mate, I'm in absolute – I'll say it. Deshaun Watson? Is that who we're talking about? Because it wouldn't be a yeah. big surprise. Right. So yeah. the news that has been all over the internet today, you've you've been doing um, cricket stuff and trials and so forth. <laughs> has all... something actually come up while well, I've been looked? Yep. And, right. you know, I don't even want to say I feel putrid about it, but I kind of feel putrid about it. My club is being shopped around as a team to get Deshaun Watson again. Oh, yeah, I heard that. I did hear that this morning. I thought they'd actually made a decision about his status. Well, mate, come out. Uh, Our coach said we want a team of quality individuals. So I think the coach has made his – well, no, I think he's made his stance, and I think Mm. that's really admirable. But the fact that my club hasn't come out and said, no way on God's earth are we signing this gentleman, they haven't done any of that. A good, strong, determined club will come out and make a statement saying – how many Latino and minority women are there in Florida? Oh, it's a hotbed of it. That's probably the wrong words. Sorry. Um, it is an absolute. We know the, the history. You'd know that even saying it, that Florida is mm. very Latino-based and so forth. Mm. And, I mean, I, I couldn't think of a worse look for any club. Um, and what a spit in the face. If two is not your man, fair enough. But to even, I mean, they're looking at, Number one draft choices, you know, second rounders next year. Da, 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 da. He, no, nah, don't sign him. If he, okay, if he signs for the Dolphins, I'm out for the year. I'm out until he's gone. And you know how much I love my football, right? I'll follow someone yeah. else 
and I'll watch someone else. I'm not um, going to stand on my principles as a man and support a team who would sign him. That's all I'm going to say. Right? When you, know. you, I used to have an, an incredible amount of respect for the NFL and the way it ran its uh, business. You know, like you know, you had to have your socks pulled up. You couldn't, you know, you couldn't. You had to do this. You had, yeah, everything was done the right way on off the field. Like, and we can go back to 2014 when Adrian Peterson was sat down for, you know, for you know most of the season because he had word got out that he'd um disciplined his uh, young son with what they call a switch, which is basically, I believe, a, um, an African-American term for a stick. Yep. So like a cane. Yep. Um, you know, everyone was onto that. There was the setting aside of other players for domestic violence incidents. Yep. Um, there was the, you know, the claims against Ben Roethlisberger by one person. Man, I can go right back to when, they, they they hounded Brett Favre for sending um, pictures of his willy in the very early days of carrier services. Yep. And, you know, seemingly no one's made a bow peep about this. I, I listen to a lot of podcasts by the NFL Network, and the only person I've even really heard mention it really was has been Greg Rosenthal. Uh, now, everyone Rich else has just tiptoeing around about it. Rich has been really good. Rich Eisen yeah, is basically I, I, saying, what the, what the Fruit Loops, would it Miami even entertain this? This is absolute rubbish. You've got um, ESPN refusing to actually talk about what's actually going on. Yep. Um, I don't know how they're going to switch the narrative. Are they going to blame the women? I mean, you can't oh, get into oh, a, a situation where you've got, you know, uh, 25 women in different places um, all getting called up to do the same job, all saying the same story. How could they possibly get together? Mike? And they've, they've held solid. Well, there hasn't been a word out of line. I mean, I can't for the life of me imagine that what they're saying isn't what's happened. I, I, look, Miami might not sign him. I just can't believe, I cannot for the life of me believe that it's it, it, where there's smoke, there's fire in all cases, right? So obviously Miami must be trying to broker some kind of deal. Um, and if that's the What case, would happen, Paul? What would happen? Mm, and I mm. want to just switch away from your the deal at Miami and all that, and I'll come back to that. If Josh Allen was the person accused of 24 different cases of sexual assault, I mean, right now the way America is a nation that's completely divided by absolute insanity, and it's one of them become one of the most racist places I've ever seen, and it's it's it's, it's reversed. It's absolutely mm. ludicrous. This this whole thing is based on the fact I, I, you can't get around it that the quarterback of the Houston Texans is a black quarterback. Well, I mean, look, you would hope it would be uh, that everyone would be treated the same. You would hope that, but I, I, I completely well, not. hear what you're saying. No, they're not. Look, let's get on to a positive. Let's get away from that. We we both agree. I think we couldn't agree any more on our thoughts. I think it's casting a huge shadow over the NFL season. It's playing out like a... I mean, I fully expect that the, um, the Texans to finish at the bottom of their division. Yep. I can't see a way around it. No. I think they've got a coach. Who's be, I mean, the coach is dead set. Talk about being asked to walk the plank. Oh, yeah. Coming for a season of this after um, Big Bill the Chins left, you know. And, um, like, what an absolute disaster. And what a lot of people need to remember is that Deshaun Watson signed a no-trade, a very lucrative no-trade um, uh, contract extension this time last year. And he was the one who was making the noises to leave the Texans. It wasn't the other way around. 
Yep, absolutely. Uh, it's, it's all a bit strange. I hope it doesn't, for your sake, doesn't go to Miami. Oh, same, same mate. It, it will. I, I tell you, I'll, I'll fall out of. I will never fall out of love with the game. But I couldn't follow my team for the season or however long he's there. I just could not do it. And you know how hard that would be, mate. A keep kick cuddle for you to start off. With. Okay, thanks. Um, and I apologise. I'm going to switch one of the teams here, and the reason is it was my Dolphins in there, and I'm going to get rid of them because of what's going on at the moment. Saints, Panthers, Broncos. Saints, yeah. Panthers, Broncos. Yeah, with this keep keep cuddle, is this a, as a historical um, think piece or like a, a a lifetime of built up you know hatred, mm. or is it a, at the moment? Is what I think is going to happen to them? No, no, it, it's purely based on you what you feel historically and so forth for these three clubs. All right. That's pretty easy. Give me the three again. It's the Broncos, the Saints, and who? And we're going to go the Panthers, Carolina. All right. Well, okay. Well, the Panthers don't really count that much, so I'll give them a a cuddle. Okay. I'll keep the Saints. Yep. Um, Always a a great – you know, we're a great franchise um, with um, Sean Payton and Drew Brees – after Hurricane Katrina, one of the greatest grounds in the NFL. Yep. A great NFL city. Um, we're a punchline for a long time. Great uniforms. Uh, definitely bucket list destination. I think the most – might be the second most often appearance as a Super Bowl destination. I don't know, but everyone says that's the one to go to. And the Packers won their um, Brett Favre Super Bowl in the Superdome. So there you go. So I'm definitely – I'm cuddling them. I, I, I love the Saints. They'd be my – Probably my second or at least second team within the the only other team in the NFC I'd have any kind of feeling for. And um, uh, kick, I hate the Broncos. The Broncos um, popped up and beat Brett Favre when he was in his prime for that second Super Bowl. John Elway yeah. had been in, I think, three or four before that, lost them all. Yeah. He goes out as an all-time great with two Super Bowls. Uh, really, you know, it was all based on the running back that day um, and some, you know, pretty amazing blocking schemes and stuff. But, uh, and I never heard the end of it from people I know who go for the Broncos. So I'm putting them, I, they'd be in my, I very much respect them. I think if you're asking me to rank, rank the best and greatest franchise in the NFL, I'd have them up near the top. But yep. for my own personal feelings, and you don't often get a lot of cross-conference rivalry that you no. really hate. I really hate yeah. the Broncos. No, I hear you there. Um, you probably don't have one for me, mate. So if not, are you ready to rock and roll on some uh, predictions with conferences at the moment? Yeah, sure. And I don't okay, have one, but I'll find it. one before we get into it. And I want to apologise to everyone starting on that note because, you know, the other thing, the whole um, Aaron Rodgers off-season was really stuck in my throat. I spoke about that earlier on, Yeah. you know, months ago. I haven't enjoyed this. I, I normally... Love the NFL offseason. I eat and breathe it and drink it up. I can't get enough. I know you do. I know you do. This year I've been pretty flat, and I, and I'm just picking up now because games are ready to start. And what's not to love about the NFL? So there you go. Absolutely, mate. Well, let's start off with the NFC West. Uh, For those who like the NFL but aren't particularly um, over all the conferences and so forth, NFC West has the San, uh, San Fran 49ers, San Francisco 49ers has the Cardinals, the Seahawks, and the Rams. Uh, a lot of the conferences we're going to cover tonight, they look really competitive for the first time in a long time. Um, 
Do you want to start on this one and I'll start on the next one? Like, if you know what I mean, like you go first and I'll go first on the next one. Yeah, for sure. Well, the Packers are playing the um, the Packers are playing the NFC West this year as our mm-hmm. you know in conference matchup. I'm just trying to bring yeah. up all the different. I know who they are, but obviously I just want to make sure I don't make any mistakes. I think it's going to be. It's always a tough conference. It's got a bunch of really good quarterbacks. All the the wise money is probably saying the Rams are the team to beat there this year. Yeah, yep, they are. Um, I would look. I I got a slightly different take on. All things Sean McVay. I think a lot kind of reminds me of when you you know when I was getting told I should go to Bali for a holiday, right? <laughs> Everyone kept telling me how awesome it was going to be. You know, you've got to go there, John. Mate, you have to go. You know, it's going to be awesome. The food blow your mind. The beaches are great. You know, everyone's having a good time. It's an absolute blast, and it's cheap as. Yeah. Well, I, I I said I'm never going to go. I'm never going. And then I got talked into going to a wedding, and um. Literally the very next day, this whole thing came down. It was like, oh, you know what? I just probably, you're not going to like that much. And uh, it's just, you better get a second mortgage. It's not that cheap anymore. The price has really gone up. And <laughs> most of the food is sort of like um, cheap American ribs and pizza, which yep. is exactly what it was. And I felt I, I felt pretty hollow. I, d- I didn't really like it that much. And um, it was, the experience was talked up to be way more than it actually became. And I kind of think Sean McVeigh's been a bit like that, to be honest. I don't think Sean McVeigh has ever been compared to Bali, so I love the way you've gone there, mate. That's that's fantastic. I've got a similar thought there. I think he might be a bit more style over substance. Um, nothing's changed my mind in that regard so far. So I'm going to take Pete Carroll and Russell Wilson. To me, that combination and that combination is under a bit of pressure. Yeah. Um, to perform this year, but I know that when it comes to Packers games. I do not want to be playing them when it's all on the line. Now, we've been going better against them in the last two years, but I think that, you know, that quarterback and coach – and look, here's the other thing. The Rams have got um, – oh, what's his name from um, Detroit Lions playing there now as the quarterback? And Matt Stafford is a lot like yeah. that Bali comment. Everyone's always been – he's the number one drafted, this, that, and the other. Well, he could never pick – if he's supposed to be all he's meant to be – he could never pick Detroit up and get him anywhere. No, I did have one. Did have one playoff against the Cowboys where they got a bad call. But you know, every team gets bad calls in playoffs. God knows 100%. the Packers have had hundreds of them. Um, so yeah, and I also I just don't fancy Cliff Kingsbury with the Cardinals. So if I'm going to rank him, I'm going to go Seahawks, Rams. Niners, I think they need a little bit of time. And I was a bit down the quarterback and the Cardinals. Actually, I'm going to flip the Cardinals, put them in third. I, might, I think the 49ers might, might have, you know, the greatest defensive team in the NFL. I don't know. Mate, I'm going to go a bit different on this one. Everyone, everyone is really keen on the Rams. Um, I think the 49ers might sneak through because it's such a competitive uh, conference. I'm going to put the 49ers on top. I'm going to put the Seahawks in second, Rams third, and Cardinals last. I think the Rams are going to really feel the pressure of expectations. So I just think the 49ers might fluke it through. It's it's just it's not really something I'm super excited about. It's just a feeling. And you have to also bear into account you know, strength of schedule. They're going to be playing the NFC North, which people are deciding all of a sudden isn't all that strong. But 
You know, I don't know about that. I think when we get to that, we'll talk about it. I think yeah, yeah, yeah. And the I, NFC I, I, West teams are going to be, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I'll, I'll, I'll come to that with you because I, I'm, I'm on a similar thought pattern with you. I think the NFC North is going to be far better than what people are thinking. Um, mm. So we'll look at the NFC South. And this is a... Um, dumpster ooh, fire, man. It, I, 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 exactly the words I was going to use. A bit of a dumpster fire. And it, this should be... Uh, in my minor conference that the Buccaneers pick up and just run away with, um, have one or two losses, I think, for the season, um, be- you know, before the playoffs. So I'm going to go the Bucks on top. I don't know who. I, I'm going to go Saints second, Falcons third and Panthers fourth without any confidence of the, the three teams behind the Bucks. But the Bucks will win that in a canter. Jared Goff playing for the Panthers this year? Is that right? Yeah. Is that right? I, I think anyway. Um, look, you have to go off the Bucks to win it. They were the. I don't actually still think they were a better team than the Packers at the end of last year. But uh, hey, the the end of it is exactly what it was. Um, and whoever won out of that game was going to win the Super Bowl. I always believed that. Well, Bucks I also to finish think... one. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, mate. Keep going. Oh, look. I I'm, I actually quite like the. I think the Falcons. They're a bit of one of a, a manier sort of side, aren't they? But yeah, I think back who some guys get talked about all the time, and some just don't. And I think Matt Ryan's been a has actually been a really great player for a long time. And, oh, hundred percent. And he hasn't lost them. I mean, he didn't lose them the Super Bowl. It was the defense and the coaching. He put them up by twenty seven points. I so, think. Um, you know, I think Sam Darnold's at. The Panthers. Sam Darnold, um, yeah. I was trying to remember which one of those ones it yeah, was. I couldn't remember Goff, either. Because Goff's at Detroit. Yes. That was a, basically mm. a swap, really. Yeah. Um, look, I think Matt Ryan is – is Matt Ryan and, and um, Matty Stafford are you're kind of in the same boat in a way. I mean, I could be a bit harsh on one or the other there, but they seem to be a oh, similar kind of player. I think Matt Ryan's done a lot more with his teams than – than Matty Stafford, mate. He yeah. got into a Super Bowl. Look, they should have won the Super Bowl. True. Oh, definitely. Doesn't matter what way you slice or dice it. They won. He had them over the line that Super Bowl. They won it. He got them into a position to win, and the coaches and the defense just could not stay off the field. So, and, and no teams lost more games whilst being up in front since than them. I mean, there yeah. was a there was that's a massive coaching. issue in coaching, man. Yeah, it's about. The, yeah, we both agree on that again. That that's coaching. Um. A division that's always, uh, and you're leading off on this one, a division that always, for me, now I'm an AFC boy, so a division for me that is always exciting because you just never know what you're going to get is NFC East. We've got the Redskins, Mm. the Eagles, the Giants, and the Cowboys. Huge, huge and passionate fan bases, all four teams. Um, Yeah. So if you're not an NFC person, the NFC East isn't, Ah, it's it's just an exciting one for me because they can they can all have losing records and it's still a, an exciting conference. You can't write the story of the NFL without the NFC East and and they're such storied franchises. All division, of them. sorry, yeah, they are. Yeah, and great, great, great. Um, you know, great, great fan bases, awesome crowds, great proper football cities, lots of different stories, intriguing ownership, um, everything you've got, like you know, literally. One of the absolute pillar teams of the NFL and the Giants. You've got one of the, another of the oldest teams in in, um, in Washington. You've got the Cowboys, obviously America's team. You've got the Eagles, the team with um, 
with the city that hates everyone um, and the home of, you know, one of my favourite players, Reggie White, before he came to the Packers. I'm looking this year and I'm thinking that, i just thinking that Ron Rivera with your old friend, Anna Senna with the beard. <laughs> I think I th- I'm actually excited by the idea of, of a, a team for once taking um, the beard and making him their actual quarterback rather than as a stopgap and returning to him. Oh, well, Fitz Magic. Sorry, mate. I can't help it. And I've, yep. Yeah. He's an exciting player. Um, he's a, He's 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 a grossly um, underrated player. I feel that he's brought levels of success to dud teams that many higher profile players have never been able to get out of dud teams. And yep. some people, um, you know, so, some quarterbacks just fold up and die. Fitz just fights through it. He throws six interceptions. He come back the next week. But man, can that boy sling it! And I kind of like the combination of him and old Riverboat Ron. I think it's going to be exciting. He's under coach Mike McCarthy. I'm not certain how they're going to go. Um, people like to say he's overrated. I know that that's something you like to say, Paul. I'm not oh, so sure about is. that. I don't think there's too many guys who've got Super Bowl trophies as a head coach who didn't earn them. Mm. And there's been a whole lot of nothing happened with Aaron Rodgers since the, uh, you know, in the meantime. Yeah, I too, just... So. Just watching Hard Knocks, and I know it's a documentary, and I know that I'm going to show you certain parts. He gives me no confidence as a as a leader, but you know, he's not my coach. It doesn't really matter. So you've got the Cowboys on top. Uh no, I've got the. I'm going with the. Um, oh my god, I almost said the. I mentioned I'm going for the Washington Football Club to win that. Yep. Um, I'll take the Giants in second, Eagles in third, and I think the cows are going to flatline, and um, that'll be it for Coach McCarthy. You got to be worried about Dax. Uh, Dax um, I picked him last year to win the Super Bowl. Remember? Yeah. So I think I think I had him up there as well to be in the Super Bowl. I um, can't do that anymore. But Dax, Dax had those persistent, you know, the almost baseball injury. We spoke about it a couple of weeks ago, and that's a big worry. But I've actually got Washington on top as well. I've got the Cowboys in second, Giants in third, and I think the Eagles are—they uh, are a dumpster fire at the moment. So. We'll, uh, we'll come back. We'll come back and... Um, well, Washington won the title season. last year. Washington won the yep. division last year. So, um, you know, most people just assume that they're rubbish. And things are far from the truth. They've got a very, very potent defensive line. Yep. A hugely, hugely potent defensive line. And you know what? In lots of ways, that's as good as having a good quarterback. 100%. Uh, NFC North, mate. We've got the Chicago Bears, Detroit Lions, your Green Bay Packers, and your hated Minnesota Vikings there. Um, I'm obviously taking the Packers on top. And from there, I still think the Bears and I think the Bears are actually a pretty decent team. Um, just ahead of the Lions, who I think are going to improve, and the Vikings, I think, will have an average season. So I'm going to go the Packers, the Bears, the Lions, the Vikings. The Bears rolling out their new toy, Justin Fields. They've got the other new toy, Andy Dalton. Um, that probably tells you everything you need to know about where they're at. I kind of, I kind of like them. They might yeah. be a danger to your pack, mate. They might be a danger. I think I think people underrating this NFC North. I think it's going to be really strong. I'm not underrating it. I think that people, what people are underrating is how just how strong the Packers are from top to bottom and all sides of the roster. Um, I actually look at us tonight. 
and without really being too up front, I do believe that at the moment that this year the Packers go in as the best team in the NFL. Um, well, I've got all bases covered, and I and I don't think the Bears are ready to. I mean, the Bears got a playoff last year. They started yep. the house on fire. They closed strong. Um, the people in Chicago hate the hate the um, coach. Yep. Um, they're pretty excited about what they picked up in the draft. I think it's a bit of a toxic combination because if he goes with um, Dalton to start and things don't go well, they're going to turn on him as well. And a rookie quarterback, it's a big ask in the NFL. You're playing up against two yep. really fantastic defenses in the Packers and the Vikings. That's trouble for the Bears. Well, mate, I don't even think your Packers are the best team in the NFC. So we'll come to that a bit later on. Mm. Um, so, no, good on you for having that I'm, belief. And you're not, I'm you're not very someone concerned. who just throws it out there. I'm also very concerned, and I've got to be honest, that um, in that sort of competition about who gets who gets let off the most as a coach, it does very little. But everyone keeps telling you, man, you've got to see this bloke. He's amazing. Is Mike Zimmer as a head coach. Yeah, yeah. Someone needs to show me where it's at because he's got a lot of resources. Had plenty. Hey, they've had the most expensive quarterback in the NFL for for three. He played better without him. Um, he likes to throw shade on his quarterbacks. He got rid of Case Keenan before that. Um, when he did take him to, um, you know, all the way deep into the playoffs. And yeah, I'm I'm not convinced by Mike Zimmer as a head coach. I think he's a great defensive mind. And having said that, we've been shredding the Vikings for years. Well, so, there you go. Before we take a break and look at the AFC, we'll just put, uh, take a quick break. NFC, we're just going to go over our top team. So, I, I've got the 49ers to win the NFC West. You have the Seahawks to win the NFC West. Um, yeah. NFC South, I have the Bucks. I think you have the Bucks as well. Yep. Yep. Uh, NFC East, um, I have chosen Washington. You have chosen Washington to win Indeed. it. And uh, I think we both agree, NFC North, the Packers, um, uh, favourites to win that as well. So after the break... All, actually, so that's we've got three repeat winners from last year. Yep. And we vary on the NFC West. Yes, we do. Yep. Which was won by the 49ers by a millimetre, wasn't it, in the end? By a millimetre. And... It was the Rams by a millimetre, no, wasn't Rams it? Rams by a millimetre. So I've got the 49ers yeah. and you have the Seahawks. And I'm a, I love the Seahawks. Um, so, I mean, you know, not my team, but I love the Seahawks, so it's hard for me to say that. Um, we're going to have a quick break. A uh, bit of a break in the show. Just to let you know you can get us on that the Love Sport podcast on Facebook and Twitter. Get me at Paul underscore football. And John at Lambic Peach on Twitter. Joining the conversation, love sport. We don't pretend to be experts. We just love our sport. The AFC, which is my conference, mm-hmm. um, I've got another uh, keep, kick or cuddle for you. Oh, awesome. Thanks, man. I'm not sure if you like this one, mate, because uh, you, said, <laughs> right, you okay. said something. You is said it something NFL-based one? Yeah, of course it is. We've got <laughs> Elway, Montana, and Peyton Manning. Oh, it's too easy again. I think I answered this just before, didn't I? You have now. It's too um, late. I already had it as a question. You know, um, I'm going to love Joe Montana. He's just, I just loved him. He's such a great player. He's one of the people that gave me a taste for the NFL, you know, the way he played. Obviously, that oh, set up yeah. an, an, an amazing time when he was playing against um, Troy Aikman and 
and Emmett Smith and those guys, and then along came, you know, Favre and Reggie White. I think it's a bit lost on people, that transition over when the Packers were coming. Yep. Just how awesome some of those games were. Terrell Owens and, yeah, so I'm keeping Joe for sure. He's my number one in that list. Yep. Um, now, I don't want to be controversial. There's a lot of people out there who want to tell you that John Elway is, John Elway is the greatest quarterback of all time. And he did guide a lot of pretty average teams to the Super Bowl. But for me, I just can't get over that one he took off, Brett, man. <laughs> um, Brett Favre's like, you know, my in my top two or three sports people of all time. Yep. You know how much I love him. And, uh, you know, Elway hurt me deep that day. I was watching at Sky City in Sydney with my brother-in-law, Pete. And the Budweiser girls had been good to us. They've been very, very good to us. The only thing that wasn't good to us was the, uh, you know, the rodeo jump ride you get on. Oh God, yeah. Was that and um, and yeah, the result. And I did cry. It was terrible. So I'm going to look after Peyton because Peyton really revolutionised the game. And I picked him every year. And when I started playing fantasy football, and every year the dude just piled up points. The guy was a machine. And having said that, the irony of that is he comes into Denver, gets his gets his extra suit bowl, gets two, but Peyton deservedly first ballot Hall of Famer. So is John Elway. You can't love everyone. John's got to go. I'll keep Peyton. And Joe is an absolute standout. Well, you know I'm a Marino man. Um, mm. My brother and I were choosing our NFL teams. My brother was, uh, you know, a few years younger than me. And he chose um, – we had the mum and dad were looking at getting us some warm jackets when we lived in Melbourne. So yeah. I got a Dolphins jacket and, and uh, my brother got a 49ers jacket. And from there, it was Marino and Montana. So, um, yeah, he still follows the 49ers passionately. Shout out to my brother, Luke. Um, and uh, Elway to Marino is one of my favourite um, 30 for 30s. Um, just the machinations of the draft and how Elway wouldn't go anywhere and how Marino almost fell out completely in the first round. So, um, you know, for me, that's part of, that's part of the thing when I see the way that he did that and, you know, that sort of whole attitude and, you know, oh, my God, this is for John and all that sort of stuff. It's like, yep. you know, I don't love a guy like that. No, I not, just don't. No, nor do I. Nor do I, mate. Okay, AFC North. I'm going to start this time. So AFC North, we've got the Cleveland Browns, Baltimore Ravens, Pittsburgh Steelers, and Cincinnati Bengals. If this is an absolute ripper of a conference this year, uh, division this year, um, oh jeez, oh my god, you could you could mount an argument for three of the four to win this very easily without mm-hmm. being ridiculed one bit. Um, oh, man, I, I had the Browns down. I'm going to go the Ravens, and I'm going to go the Ravens because I just think their quarterback, out of all the four quarterbacks in that division, I think he's just got the absolute X factor to drag his team over the line. Um, so I'm going to go the Ravens on top, just ahead of the Browns. Steelers will have everyone's. A lot of people still talking the Steelers up, but I think they'll have a pretty average year, and the Bengals way, way on bottom. And I say that with no confidence whatsoever. I feel like the Bengals have got a chance of actually moving around a bit this year. I, I'm mm. not convinced by their coach. I mean, he's no, had no. a couple of years there, but any any year at the Bengals is tough for a coach. So who knows? I think that he's a little bit unlucky. I've got to say, I think this is the strongest division in football. 
It's an amazing um, division. Amazing and so, division. And so, and, and and people forget the Bengals did have like with Andy Dalton there. They had they had a good couple of years where they were winning this division and making um, playoffs. They just couldn't get over the hump of winning playoff games. No. So, you know, they're a, they're a bit away from it. I I agree with you about the Ravens are always strong. I have to believe the Browns are a chance of winning this year, and I'm going to stick with them. Yep. I'm going to go the Browns. Man, it's hard. Um, yeah, it's a tough. It's the toughest. I think. I think. I just think Ben's just too long in the tooth. Every time you think that, but the dude does. And what what comes behind him isn't that great. I'll take the Ravens under Coach Harbour, um, the Steelers, and I don't think the Bengals are going to flatline this year. I'd like to see them get some time with Joe Burrow, and maybe pick up five or six wins. Oh, this division's so strong. It wouldn't. It wouldn't. It would not um, surprise me if the Bengals finished last with seven wins, and but but be an out, outright easily the highest finishing fourth place team. That's a good call, mate. I just think it's a really, really, really tough division. That one. I don't think anyone would disagree there. AFC South. I'm going to let you go first on this. We've got the Indianapolis Colts, Tennessee Titans, Houston Texans, and the Jacksonville Jaguars. Um, thoughts Who wouldn't want to be it? Who wouldn't want to be an AFC South fan? Boy, yeah. um, we thought, we thought, we thought there was a team in the uh, NFC. We thought there was a uh, division in the NFC that was a dumpster fire, but this one, uh, there's a couple of teams in there that stink. Texans really are going to stink it up this year. I, I just can't. I, you know what? Anyone talk about Deshaun Watson, what an amazing player he is, and demanding trades and that. They were 0-4, 0-5. We've been playing for him last year. Yep. So, I mean, damn, that, you know, not many other quarterbacks get away with that kind of atrocious play. So that's on him. I think he's an absolute whatever prima donna. You know, he wasn't playing well. He started to pout. He wanted to leave. He was doing nasty things with people supposed to be massaging him. Yeah, he can go. They go last. Um, Colts, Colts are a good side. Yep. Well coached. Jags have got a new coach and a new quarterback. New quarterback looks pretty comfortable, but that's in that's in preseason football. He's going to get good. He's not going to do it this year. It's out of the Colts and the Titans. has been for a couple of years. I'm going to stick with the Titans and big Derrick Henry, although we haven't seen enough of just how hard he's getting run into the ground. Um, but I like the way that – I actually like the way the Titans play. I like t- There's going to be a lot of rain around in um, places like Tennessee and that this year, so – I'm I'm going to stick with the Titans, although they seem to have problems with um, COVID. They they attract COVID issues, so that might hurt them. I'll stick with the Titans, Colts second, and the other two teams, whatever. Mate, I think the Titans have another ex-Dolphins quarterback who just seems really steady now. He just feels like he fits. He doesn't try and do too much. So I think their combination of a, a, a reliable quarterback and the best running back in many, many years. Um, I think the Titans will finish on top just ahead of the Colts, yep. who look like a really well-balanced team. And I'm They'll the same both make you. the playoffs for sure. Yeah, I, I definitely agree there. Texans, I don't care what they do. And the Jags, I think my only worry about the Jags is that, and, and I have watched the preseason, and he is going to be a quarterback and a half, except he cops... Trevor Lawrence cops some hits you cannot afford mm. to cop as a quarterback, and that yeah. really worries me. It only takes one good shot, you know, 
dislocated shoulder or um, you know bad hit to the knee or anything and you're out, he cannot afford to cop those hits. Is he courageous? Yes. But you'd rather a smart quarterback than a courageous quarterback in my mind if you're going to you know, put all your franchise eggs in one basket. Is he a very good quarterback? You and I agree. He's going to be really, really good. I think um, when you come in with a Joe Burrow or, or, or a um, or a what's-his-name here at the Jags, Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence, yeah. You're putting them behind you know, some seriously inept offensive line play, which is usually the reason the previous quarterback got killed yep. and usually the reason they're picking one or two. Isn't it? And that that worries me, mate. I, I do not. I like him. I really like him at Clemson. I, I just I, he cannot afford to take the hits he's copping. He's got well, to get rid no, of the ball I, earlier, mate. I I I don't know. I, I okay. It may not can take some guys out, but you know some guys are better for the punishment. They never forget. Troy Aikman's a classic case in mind. When he got there, the Cowboys were garbage. And I, I agree you know, with you, mate. You have to. Seen- and Lawrence has never been. Lawrence has never been really challenged in the in the Clemson program right at the top of of the game in college. I mean, he sat there every week, and the only time he really got into a game was against either Ohio State or or you know Alabama. Alabama. But he did cop some big hits in college as well, mate. And I just look, I just don't want to see him get hurt. I just think he needs to get rid of the ball earlier. If he cops a few interceptions this year and doesn't take the big hits, uh, I think. Jaguars fans would be more than happy with that, mate. Well, I know they um, just let Gardner Minshew leave, so they're leaving him to do it by himself. And hats off to Gardner Minshew. I, I think in very difficult circumstances at Jacksonville Jaguars, that dude made a silk purse out of a sow's ear, and he's going to get paid an absolute bucket load of cash. Oh, isn't he? Isn't he? And I and I love sure. him. He's awesome. Um, mate, AFC West. We got the uh, Kansas City Chiefs, Denver Broncos. The Las Vegas Raiders and Chargers. Where are they? Are they still LA now? I don't know what they are anymore. Yeah, they're, they're in Los Chargers, Angeles. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I know. It's been a bit facetious. Um, who's going that's, first on this one? Is this you? That's me, I think. Yeah. 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 Uh, all these uh, teams are all the teams that was trying to fight to get Aaron Rodgers this year and stab us in the back, apart from obviously from the Chiefs and the Chargers. But and there's another reason to hate on the Broncos. Come on. Everyone's saying, oh my God, Aaron would be so great at the Broncos. Well, they haven't done squat for years either. You sound like my kid's doing an American accent then, mate. Why why would anybody be saying the Broncos are going to do anything this year? No. This is going to be a two-horse race. Actually, I don't think the Raiders are that bad, but I'm not sure that, you know, Gruden's never going to get sacked and he's never going to win. So it's hard to say that. I like Derek Carr. Yep, same. Or David Carr. Um, But uh, seriously... You know what? I'm going to go for something different. I'm going to get on the Justin Herbert train and actually say the Chargers can win this division based on the fact that I think that maybe Pat Mahomes is a little bit brutal. Um, And, yeah, let's do something different. Chargers to beat out the Chiefs, Raiders in third, Broncos staying marvellous last. And they can give us five draft picks next year for Rodgers when he's 40 and washed up. Mate, I, I couldn't disagree with you more in the top two. I think the Chiefs, I think Mahomes, they, they're not just Mahomes. I, I think they're a really good, well-rounded team, really good coach. Chiefs on top yeah. for me. Um, I'm going to put the Raiders in for second, actually. I just, I've got a feeling they're going to sneak under the radar. No one at all has talked about them. I think they've got a pretty even lineup. Good quarterback. Um, but it'll be awesome really new close. stadium. 
Awesome new stadium. Yeah, absolutely. Chargers third and, yeah, Broncos. I don't really care about the Broncos. I mean, if you follow the Broncos, you can listen to this. Um, you're probably never going to listen to us again. But, uh, yeah, Broncos in fourth. AFC so on, on that note, can I give you a keep cuddle or kick? Yeah, go for it, man. Okay. We've got the – now, they're all um, West Coast California grounds. They were all dual baseball purpose and football grounds. Yep. And sadly, they're no longer with us. Oh, yeah. So there's Candlestick Park yep. at San Francisco. Yep. The mighty Oakland Coliseum. Yep. And Qualcomm Stadium in San Diego. There's a kick cuddle and kick okay. for you. I have to kick Qualcomm because mm-hmm. I hadn't been there, but I've been to the other two. Um and I thought I was going to go. What was this? What was the San Francisco's candlestick? Wasn't it? Candlestick um, in Oakland. I'm going to go. I know most people would say, "Yeah, I have to." Oh, damn it, I have to because it was a better ground. I'm going to go candlestick. Just I'm going to keep candlestick. I'm going to cuddle um, Oakland's ground just because I, I love the A's. I think they're one of the great stories in uh, obviously Moneyball and everything. And because I hadn't been to the other stadium, I can't really comment, mate. So I'll kick it because I, I never got to experience it. Yeah, San Diego, um, great place to visit. Mate, a uh, couple of them never went there and I, I love my surfing. So there we go. Um, mm. AFC East used to be called the AFC Least. Um, okay. My, how times have changed. Mm, uh, I've got, uh, look, I'm going to. It's hard because my heart says the Finns are going to have a great season and they're going to finish top. My head says the Bills. So, okay. Bills win it. Dolphins second. Pats third. Jets in last. But it'll be a lot tighter than people think. A lot, lot tighter. A lot of people saying the Bills will run away with this. Um, yeah, no, I, th- I, think it's going to be, I think it's going to be a really, really tight division. Bills on top. Dolphins and Pats to fight it out with double-digit uh, um, winning seasons and the Jets... Not having a shocker. I think this will be a good good division. Going to be really interesting to see if Bill can get into the heads of the Bills very early, as in Bill Belichick. <laughs> we, with his, we, we knew with you his, were talking. Yeah, with his new quarterback, and and that's not Cam Newton. Um, so, I, you know, it's quite interesting. It's, it, it's exciting to think about Bill playing with a, you know, a new toy and seeing how good it could be. Not just him, but Josh McDaniels, great offensive coordinator. Yep. The the Bills made enormous strides last year. Their quarterbacking play was fantastic. Josh Allen's got to keep that for another year. I think I do think he's a cut above Tua and what the Dolphins have got. And if you really cut away all of the social stuff that we talked about earlier on, I mean you can see why the Dolphins feel are getting a guy like Deshaun Watson's one of the only ways they can fight fire with fire because the Bills look like they're set up for years with Josh Josh Allen. Yeah, yeah, agree. agree. Um, and then the Jets, well, we'll see what happens. You couldn't, no one could possibly pick them. They're just looking for a bit of a resurrection. I feel that Sam Darnold, Sam, Sam Darnold was given, um, you know, he's been running out of town like the, the classical scapegoat there for all of the wrongs the last three. I think they mismanaged him. They've had some poor coaching there, some terrible personnel decisions. Um, the dude got a... Sex, a teenager sexually transmitted disease and missed time. Just nothing went right. He's looking for greener pastures. I'm going to stick with the Bills. 
I'm going to say the Patriots are going to come second. I figure Dolphins might fall back a bit this year, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and the Jets to uh, to be flatlining it. What are they going to do if their quarterback is hurt? Yeah, true, true. Um, yeah, mate, oh, that was a really tough one for me because you want to go in with hope, and I want to say the Finns, but um, I want to be a tour believer. Um, but you wouldn't be shopping around for other quarterbacks. Um, if you thought Tua was the one. So AFC North, I went the Ravens, you went the Browns on top. Mm-hmm. AFC South, I've gone the Titans. I think you went the Colts or did you go the Titans as well? No, I went the Titans as well. Yep, yep. AFC West, I went the Chiefs. You, who'd you go again? Um, I went um, a bit outside. That was in the East, was it? Yeah, you went uh, AFC West. You went the Chargers. No, I went. I went with the um, Chargers. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. For something different. I was, I was being facetious again. And um, mm. we've both gone the Bills for the AFC East. Rightio, mate. Here's the crunch time. I've got to kick colour and 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 clap for you. Rightio. All right. So soulless domes. Oh God. So and some of them are no longer with us, and some are. Yep. Yep. So um, there's the Hubert H Humphrey Metrodome. In Minnesota, the one that collapsed when the snow yes. fell in. Yes. Sort of good on your Minnesota. Could have killed the team at training, but didn't. Um, yep. There was the Astrodome in Houston. Yep. Um, which was based on, you know, wasn't it didn't have to have air blowing up on it at all times. Yes. And let's go with the um, – let's go with the uh, Louisiana. Let's go with New Orleans home ground, the Superdome. Ah, okay. Superdome. Just for actually, let's change that. Let's let's blow it, throw out the Superdome, yeah, and let's put easy. in let's put in the Falcons' old ground. The what was that called? The Georgia Dome. That sucked. I'm going to keep the um, Houston Astrodome just because it was the first name like that that I'd known. Um, mm. I'm going to kick uh, Atlanta's, and I'm going to cuddle Minnesota's because they just need all the cuddles they can get in the Vikings. Say it out loud, man. With the name of that ground, Don Lane used to say it every week, <laughs> playing at the Hubert H. Humphrey Metrodome. What a ground. The Triple H, the Triple H, mate. Brilliant. Um, yeah. So let's get down to Brass Knuckles. Mm-hmm. Who wins the NFC? Who represents the NFC? I honestly believe I don't all I man, I didn't tip the Packers last year or the year before. I I have to feel it after Rogers's um you know um MVP season last year. The yep. way that he's feeling, um, the quality of the coaching, the quality of the running back room, the fact that we've got an incredibly strong offensive line, the fact that we've got one of the most dynamic receivers in the NFL. Yep. Got a very strong series of um, of uh, tight ends coming through. We've got a very very strong defensive line that last year wasn't at its best, but this year might kick up. We easily got two of the best cornerbacks in the NFL and one of the best safeties. Linebacker and special teams are the only areas that we're down. I honestly think that we're the best team in the NFL from all around. The only other team that can really go with us, I think, is the Buccaneers, and that's a problem. But I'm going to tip us to get there Yep. and play off against – let me look at what's happening on the other side of the draw. Oh, wait, you, are you going to, 
Well, let's just leave it at the NFC. At oh, the okay. All right. All right. Yeah. Sorry, I was going all the way. Sorry, man. That's no, okay. That's okay. We'll leave it. We'll come back to that in a second. I'm calling um, the Packers. Yeah, well, I'm going to go uh, the Bucks. I can't see any reason they're going to go backwards. Um, I think their squad is really, really even. A quarterback who's just – you can write him off. He could be 82, and I'd still think they're going to be a chance. I think you make some really good points about the Packers. So I don't think any of this is a fait accompli. It's sport. Um, I, I think Aaron Rodgers would love to have a fantastic year and then say goodbye to the Packers. There hasn't um, so, been many fader complies in Green Bay, that's for sure. <laughs> that's it's exactly not like we right. just win all the time, hey? Or win, so win the big the, games. I'm on record with the Bucks. You're on record with the Packers. So we're going to switch yeah. it up, go across to the AFC. Um, all right. And I'll go first on this one. Uh, I'm not even... <sighs> so much of me believes in Patrick Mahomes, but I'm going to go out on a limb here and... For me, going out on a limb, it won't be seen as going out on a limb by the wider public. I'm going to say the Buffalo Bills. They're going to be in a Super Bowl. So I'm going to go to the Buffalo Bills. There was so much to like last year about the Bills and the Browns. And you do that at your own peril, don't you? Look at you you go teams and go, oh, my God, who's here, who's there? I think someone old school is going to pop up and, and Shylax that whole party. And I think I'm hoping I picked the Ravens to come second because I'm going to assume that somehow the Ravens are going to have one of those years where they find their way into the last game of the year. And they've done it before. Yes, they have. So you've gone the Ravens. And Lamar Jackson is a guy who's playing under a hell of a lot of, a hell of a lot of pressure from outside, but his record's incredible. And um, who's to say he won't turn it around in playoffs? I don't think he seems to show the pressure though. I don't know. I, I, I like a lot of things about him, mate, but um, mm. yeah, look, Super Bowl, mate. So you have the um, Ravens taking on your Packers. I do. And obviously you believe that the Cheeseheads will come away with it. Oh, no, I never say never in a big city, mate. Not when the Packers are playing in a final. We do find ways of making the almost unbelievable happen. A lot of people probably forget that this, you know, at the end of last year, the NFC title game was played at Lambeau. Yeah. Somehow we managed to not win it. Well, mate, it's going to be the five falls of Buffalo. We're going to add to the 30 for 30. And Tampa Bay are going to beat the Bills. Um, Bills are going to lead early, going to get a lot of people excited. can't stand another Tom Brady Super Bowl. Uh, Look, do you think that I want it to happen? Please stop. No, but I think it's very likely to happen. Um, mate, why don't we have a quick look? It's been, this has gone so quickly. I've really loved it. Um, let's have a look at some people on our uh, the Love Sport podcast um, uh, group, which you can send a request through. So if you look up groups and you go the Love Sport podcast, um, you can send through a request and uh, I'll accept it. Uh, Brett Morrison, Merle, my old high school mate. AFC, he's gone the Bills. NFC, he's gone the Rams, and he's gone the Rams to win the Super Bowl. Thanks, Brett. Well, we'll, so all, be, Jamie... we'll all be sleeping through that, Brett, won't we, if they do? <laughs> Jamie <laughs> Rossiter, a good friend uh, from uh, South Australia. He can't really um, he can't really split them, but he's thrown out the Steelers, the Chiefs, and the Saints. So, Jamie, you've had a bit of an each-way or more than an each way there, but Steelers, Chiefs and Saints, he's got there. Um, David Hitchcock, 
quite often comments on a lot of our posts. So, David, we appreciate your support. We know how many sports you up. He supports the Steelers, and he supports the Steelers because he's a Richmond supporter, and he's followed the Steelers for many, many years. Um, he thinks Tampa will be the biggest threat. Uh, yeah, so he's gone the Steelers with their experience to go and win it all the way. And uh, Jamie's come back with another one saying, I'd like to see the Lions do something. Well, I'd say their supporters would as well. So I don't think he's Jamie. got any confidence there. But <laughs> Jamie, there's a pack of, there's a set of Lions I want to see do really well and another set I know won't. <laughs> and, and I feel for you. I, I love everything. You know, ordinarily, I love everything about a, a team like Detroit. Underdogs, you know, great sporting city. Not much ever works out for them, blah, blah, blah. But there's only four teams per division and, I have to take our story over theirs every time. I like the fact we get get a win up every time we play them. Well, we didn't a couple of years ago, but you know what I mean. Well, guys, next uh, over the weekend, we will be putting up um, a, a fantasy competition for the NFL. We, we've got one for the English Premier League that was a draft format, um, but we will look at a competition that is pure um, uh, fantasy football where you can do trades with other people in the team and everything like that. I know you'll be in, mate. Um, I'll certainly mm. be in, and so can know, I get Callum Wilson in my NFL team as well? <laughs> you possibly could. You possibly could. Can I get Danny Ings? Mm, no, no, stop. Okay, mate. Well, you know he's going to score goals. Oh, look, it, this is an NFL podcast, and we will be doing, you know, resuming normal service. But but it go be remiss of me not to say, Man City, you can suck it um, with Ronaldo going to Man United. I love a bit of hijacking in football, don't you? Uh, yeah, I think that's, they're trying to make sure that they know who's... Yeah, I'm not even going to comment about that, man. Manchester <laughs> rivalry. We've got enough problems. Mate, it's been a... Uh, it's been, I've had a lot of fun with this uh, podcast tonight. I know how much the NFL means to you um, and how much it means to me. Anyone been a, uh, on the Love Sport It's been podcast, a pretty long day, man. I spent two days out in the sun um, watching young cricketers and, my, and I wasn't expecting one tonight. My head's completely frazzled, and I'm hoping I made some sense. Mike McCarthy. Like NFL. Mike McCarthy. Yeah, Mike that's Mike McCarthy. McCarthy, I know, but uh, <laughs> it's always great to talk NFL, so it's such a wonderful sport. No, you know the sport inside out, mate, and I appreciate your insight. I like the fact that you and I, every single week, disagree on so many things, but uh, we never come to blows, mate. So maybe we, we need teed to up, the... We teed up a lot, of, a lot alike there with the, um, you know, with the top of the divisions, which was good. Well, I mean, it just goes to show what you know, it doesn't mean that we're right, but um, we don't disagree for disagreement's sake. We we just, which genuine disagreements when we do. So, hmm. mate, this has been a Love Sport podcast. It's always great to have you as my co-host. Um, you can get John at Lambic Peach on Twitter. One day, I think he will respond. Uh, I am Paul underscore football. You want to talk any sport with us, you can also get on the Love Sport podcast on Facebook and Twitter. And as I said, if you're on Facebook and you want to be part of the Love Sport podcast group, send a request through. Uh, I'll approve it and um, you can get part of the discussions. We love having our listeners on board. Any final uh, NFL commentary there, mate? No, I think I was trying to preempt it before, but, you know, I want to go to bed. So I sort of <laughs> said what I was going to say before. Um, yeah, no, good luck to everyone. Good luck to your teams in every sport this weekend. And thanks for the comments, guys. I really appreciate it. Whatever team you go for in the NFL, 
That's an absolute solid because I love seeing people in NFL jerseys when you go out. You always got something to talk about or hats. I was at a rugby tournament on Friday and there's these two people wearing their Chargers jerseys and yep, you know they were obviously right into it. They had their Junior Seau jerseys on and I'm pretty sure they were um, an Islander couple. And we yep. had a great yep. chat talking about what a great play he was and what he meant to them. And, yeah, it was awesome. I've never actually had that chat with anyone other than other people I know who know NFL. And it was just a wonderful moment. And then, uh, you know, they went and shared for their girls were playing against our girls. And it was just, yeah, it was a good time. Absolutely love it, mate. And when you see people wearing, I mean, look, you only have to go to Rebel Sport and they don't stock a ton of different NFL stuff. But what I've loved is their throwback jerseys the last few years. And um, they've started getting those in uh, uh, NHL ones as well. Um, and I love seeing people wear their NFL jerseys around. So how good anyway. is how good does that um, that throwback Ladanian Tomlinson jersey look? That Chargers one looks incredible. It, it, in that it blue. looks actually it looks really really good. It's uh, yeah, it's mm. actually I have to say the word mint because it is. I but, think they're making a mistake every time they wear that darker jersey because that that powder blue is just sweet as. I agree. Yeah, I agree. I think the darker the darker blue is kind of like a sellout. It's kind of like you see it in a whole heap of different sports. Mate, this has been yeah. a Love Sport podcast. John, go get some sleep. Um, I'm now hyped up to see the rest of Survivor. Love Sport podcast out. Oh, thanks for joining us. We had a lot of fun. That was our NFL special, our Hard Knock special, the Love Sport podcast. Get us on Facebook and Twitter at Love Sport. You can also get me at Paul underscore football on John at Lambic Peach. This is, was, and always will be the Hard Knocks Love Sport Podcast.